The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Sarah, we intentionally keep this show <laughs> away from like political commentary sure. or you know hot button issues because we're supposed to be a distraction from things. And now I'm a little bit worried about what you're dragging me into by by. You know, by it's my a real hot button you, issue. You know, this is what you're going to make your stance on. This is what you're going down with. Yes. You know, this is where you found your mountaintop. I didn't. I found the mountaintop that I am going to climb and perch myself on top and of. This is what you're going to throw things down from. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to have to. I, I don't. I don't want to be associated. I didn't know this was like a declaration of war. Like, I didn't I really, know either. I did. I just did. I just posted one thing, and then people are just up in arms about it. Not all birds. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to get to today, as usual, but I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and purchase... Well, you don't even have to purchase anything, actually. You sign up for a free trial. Oh, my gosh. Sign up for a free trial. Free books. Two free audiobooks. For your ears. Who doesn't like free books? What book are you listening to right now, Greg? I am listening to Mr. Mercedes. Oh, very nice. From Stephen King. I am... It's um, um, disturbing. All right. It's quite disturbing. I am listening to Margaret Atwood's uh, The Robber Bride. I I put that on hiatus for a little bit when I was listening to American Gods. I would imagine that's disturbing as well. It's yes, yeah, it's <laughs> in a different so. way, but yes, yeah. it's 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 wonderful. Well, you can get both of those books by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link and signing up for your free trial, and also get the Zombie Who Cried Human. Pick up that one too. That'd you be might great. like the voices. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to the this what's happening here on this show, and I I am a little concerned about you posting these controversial kinds of posts. So if you follow Sarah, Sarah or I... Oh my gosh. All right, now Greg is making it sound like Generally speaking, you know, we don't, we don't, especially this show, I mean, it is, it's in our show bylaws that we're not supposed to get into politics on this show because we're a distraction from... we just don't want to. Well, yeah, we don't, that's what I mean. It's our bylaws. Well, we wrote the bylaws. Everybody knows. Oh, we did. It's not like somebody else like handed them down to us. That's true. We did write our own bylaws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but, uh, but Sarah has decided to step into the into the battlefield of something that I didn't even know was a controversial issue. So, Sarah, why don't we talk about what it is that you've been posting on Instagram? Okay. Well, I'm not. I haven't been posting. It's not like it's me versus their community. I don't know what community. you've been doing. Apparently, we need a social media policy here from Fun Employment Radio. Well, apparently, our... I didn't know how touchy there's a particular community here in Portland that gets a little touchy about things, and I didn't realize that I had inadvertently offended the bird community. Okay, let's talk about the bird community. Yes. Um, now, what is it exactly that you posted? All right. So yesterday, I was stopping by um, our PO box to pick up our mail, and I was so I was at the UPS store waiting for my mail, and I noticed I heard like this weird like like this noise. I'm like, what? Wait, what is was that, that noise? Like that. Okay. It was like that. Like, like a like, mouse. What the hell? Yeah, and it was like some sort of like. Weird, like, I don't know, like squeaking noise. I don't know. It was bizarre. Okay. And so, like, I, I all of a sudden, I'm, I am overwhelmed by the smell of like nag champa, like you know that patchouli kind of like oh, yeah. smoky smell. I did. And I'm hearing this. No- Maybe wear patchouli. Once. Jesus Christ! Can we get through one month without you bringing up the patchouli girl? <laughs> patchouli girl, if you're like out the- there, Greg still very much remembers you. I didn't like the smell of it, but I, just, I was like, okay, whatever you say. Yeah, I'll wear it. I was 18. 
she was pretty. You justify and then you, you waste pretty. like a half an hour of a- And then so and I said, "Okay, I'll try it." You know, I didn't know the difference and so I put on patchouli oil. I have worn patchouli oil once in my life. I feel like I have to admit to it and cop to it. And um and then I had the bottle forever and then when she would come around I'd put a little bit on and then that was it. That is like the most boring story. Yeah. Anyway, so I was at and I'm going to load this and that stuff too. I tried to go that route. I wonder but if I didn't, necklaces are ever going to come back. I didn't back smoke into marijuana, um, but I tried to go. I didn't know what I was. You know how I know that you didn't smoke marijuana? Because I said marijuana. Yeah. I didn't smoke the reefer. I wasn't a, wasn't a pothead, but I hung around a lot of potheads. So I would put like the uh, the hemp bracelets on and the hemp necklace. I did that for a little bit before I went to my all metal kind of thing. Yeah, I tried it out. I tried it on. I tried on the hippie lifestyle. It did not work. It did not fit me. Okay. I even had a hacky sack. It was like one month in college. I'm like, nope, this is not for me. This does not work. I don't care. She's not pretty enough for that. All yeah, right. People are asking if they could mute you. Okay. Just yeah. letting everybody know. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's so, okay to admit these things. I, so I was at the UP and I smelled like this nag champa, this like patchouli smell. I'm like, what yes. is that? And then what is that noise? And I look and there's some guy who is wearing like, he looks like he's straight out of like what he thinks the '90s were. He's okay. wearing like patchwork pants. Oh, the patchwork pants. Yes, okay. the patchwork. You remember the patchwork pants? I never went pants? that far. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know the the, where they were like had different patches of material, but of course, one of the materials at least has to be like corduroy, yes. most likely like some sort of brown corduroy. Mm-hmm. That's how it was made. Yes. And uh, like in a t-shirt, and I noticed that he has like you know white boy dreads, so like blonde dreads, and he's wearing a hat. Okay. And then I'm like, I see something moving. In the dreadlocks, I'm like, what? In what, like crawling in it? Yeah, I'm like, like bugs. What? what is that? Well, clearly there are bugs there too. But okay, I then I see like this tail stick out, and I realize that the guy has a parakeet in his hair, and it's like crawling through his hair, and like kind of pops out of there, and then it, like jumps up, and it's like on top of his head, and it's just walking around on his head. And like through, like on his dreadlocks, like eating his dreadlocks, and then like walking Wait, around what? on his head. Okay, so the parakeet, like an actual parakeet, like did he know the parakeet was there? I'm or did it pretty just like, sure that he had it was, made a nest in his dreads. I'm or? pretty sure that was his first purchase when he moved here to Portland six months ago from California. Was to get He's a parakeet. Like, I'm gonna get a bird, and I'm gonna be the guy that has the bird on his head because of Portlandia or something. I, put a bird I don't on know. It. Is I don't, it really taking that literally, like. Put a bird well, on it. Well, because it's just okay. ridiculous. Like, everyone's standing in line with their packages, and I'm hearing them guess, okay. and I look, <laughs> and there's this guy who's, like, just clearly trying to get attention, but, right, um, like, you know, not moving in a way where he's just, like, gently trying to, like, keep his bird at bay or, like, comfort it. He's just, like, walking around, like, making, like, sweeping gestures and definitely drawing attention to himself. So I'm uh-huh. like, look at me. I have a bird Waiting on my head. Waiting for somebody to say something. Yes. Um, okay, so... <sighs> So okay, the the bird is crawling. Or, the bird is crawling around in and out of his dreads. Yes. So okay, it was so like well, it was like crawling. No, it was like was on it him. Flying? Did it? Well, I think flap? it was. It was on like the side of his head that I couldn't see because at first when I saw him, I think it was just maybe on the side of his head and it was kind of eating one of his dreadlocks. So I couldn't really see the bird. So I don't know if it was particularly in the hair, but he was definitely around the hair and he was crawling on. The dreadlocks, like they were little sticks or something. <laughs> well, it probably is like a you know, little tree for him. Yeah. Um, okay, so this bird is in there. It's making noises. It's, is that a normal thing to take birds out into the, I, I into the city? I have lived up and down Hawthorne Boulevard for uh, close to two decades now, and this is the okay. first time I've ever seen somebody with a bird crawling on their head. Now, I've seen people with like parakeets on their shoulders, 
Like, I've seen people, you know, with, like, when they have, like, a parrot or something. Right. Like, there are random parrot people. But yeah. they usually, like, have them on their shoulder. Like, I've never seen anyone I'm with afraid an... of them because they seem like they'll snip my fingers yeah. off. No, but I've never seen anyone with an active bird crawling around on its head. Okay, so the bird is crawling around on this guy's head. How big of a bird is what we're talking about? It was probably about six inches long. Six inches yeah, long. Yeah, like okay, six, that's seven a good inches. Bird. Yeah, it was a pretty, I mean, and it was a pretty bird. Pretty, pretty bird. bird. Yeah. And so the bird is crawling around and it's making noise. And this guy's, did he like set it down every, no, anywhere? No, it was just crawling on his head. It was did just like. Did he address it? No. Did he give it a name? It was sitting he just sitting on top anything, of his head. He at, was, it was just standing directly perched on top of his head at one point. That's very strange. It was, and at first Where I was, was trying cl- to like sneakily take a picture of him, and then I realized that he clearly wanted people. So then I just I just started taking. Okay, pictures we're going to get like, into the controversy here in just a second, but I do yes. have to wonder: wouldn't it just be like pooping everywhere? That's what I would. think, I mean, too. I would think it's just pooping on your hair at that point. Yeah. I mean, isn't it? The birds poop a lot. I, I don't, I've never owned a bird. I would assume. I, I mean, I would think know? so. I've seen bird cages and they are covered in bird crap, so. Uh, it's, I'm, okay, so I'm taking a look at the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, which if you're a member, you can listen to our live show and then, of course, all the bonus stuff in the archives. Uh, Bobby Lee video is going to be going up in there and uh, and lots of other stuff that's that's up in there uh, for the exclusive thing. Don't have to. You can still listen to the podcast and all that stuff for free. Uh, Mike says he's trying to be a pirate. Uh, Tony said he oh. just uses the bird to get the bugs out of his hair. Which could be accurate. I mean, that bird was like kind of gnawing on Okay, when we do have a bird person in the chat, and I want to get into our controversy here that you've apparently, I don't want to get drugged down with you in this, but um, uh, let's see, Edward just say, just said uh, you can potty train birds pretty easily. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Sarah, let's talk about the controversy. So you posted this. So I posted the picture. You posted pictures of this gentleman. I with did. His with the... g- gentleman. Um, <laughs> with his bird calling all over him. With his bird all and over what him. Was your, what did your post say? So my post, I, I posted a picture. It's like a, a montage, if you will. It's three pictures of the bird on different uh, areas of his head. First one, it's on the back of his neck. Then the other one, it's like clinging to uh, uh, like a clump of his white boy dreadlocks. And then and the third one, it's sitting on top of his head as he's talking to one of the UPS employees. Okay. So then as a comment for, for the thing, I wrote, Dear Portland, we get it. Please stop. Love everyone. Because it was just so over the top. Um, you know, like when you see something and it's just so, it's too much. Yeah. And you're just like, That's, that'll do. That's a lot. That'll do. <laughs> like we're all just trying to, we're all just trying to get our packages shipped, and I'm just trying to pick up my mailman. Like, yeah. you don't need to be making a big like, ooh, look at me with my bird on my head. Yeah. Do you think he was looking for some controversy? No, he was. He did. was definitely like taking up a lot of room and like flailing around a bit. To it just seemed well, maybe it's just people... me. Maybe he is just like that, and maybe he genuinely is just like best buddies with his bird and, and just wanted to bond with it. Uh huh. I but I don't know. Well, I mean, there, there are those people in life who just want to take up space, like, in somewhere, like, oh, look at me, I'm not asking for attention, look at me, look at me, look mm-hmm. at me, look at me, look at me. You know, there's, there's a lot of that that goes on. So this sounds like it's one of those people. Now, And maybe not, talk- like, if you recognize this person, you're just like, oh, that's Steve, he was, like, the most down-to-earth sounds guy. Sounds like that's somebody's just- trying to backtrack a little bit from the controversial stance that they posted I that am. may be uh, bringing everybody down. All right, so, Sarah, what, is, what have some of the responses been to you bird shaming this man. I didn't mean <laughs> I did bird shame him, it's true. Well, I mean, it was just so random. Like you don't expect to like be waiting to, you know, to pick up your mail and then see a guy with like look at me with my bird on my head. So I was just like, so I wrote, you know, dear Portland, please we get it, please stop love everyone. And then um so Katie 
Uh, one of my pals on Instagram said, uh, you'd think that was a Portlandy thing, but I've seen it elsewhere. Apparently, parrots and parakeets can bond so strongly and they're so social that they go insane if they're left alone too much. Which I didn't know about this. Which I said that sounds like a bird in more than a... That didn't work that the first again. time. Yeah, it did, it, I think no, it worked. No, yeah. you did that before the show. It was I did it before not... the show. I just said bringing it, bringing it back the second time means it's really mm-hmm. a really powerful. And then another person, uh, my my friend Deja, who is a super bird person, and you know Deja's bonkers, and I love her. She's like, I got to disagree here. This is rad. I used to bring my birds out with me all the time. And I will okay, say, okay, so so you got some people that are. Um, some people that are upset about this. And then someone else wrote, well, uh, they kind of, like, his dreadlocks kind of look like tree branches. Maybe he just wanted to provide semi-natural-looking mobile environment for his feathered buddy. Okay. It's, only, but, it's the only sort but of But you're reasonable. getting some backlash here about A making fun bit. of this bird. About making fun of the bird. Yeah, because now it seems as if I'm telling people that they shouldn't bond with their birds. You do seem kind of judgy. I seem You seem pretty judgy. judgy in your post. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I don't think there's much leeway on interpretation on what you posted. Um, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but I'm saying I don't know if I would want to wade into this because uh, I don't know what the bird community is like. And that that seems like a very, I don't know, that seems like a group you don't really want to piss off. It's like too much. The bird community? Yeah, the bird community. I know because I'm kind of terrified of birds too. And what if they can sick them they on They can you? train them. They can do all kinds of things. Now, uh, again, referring to our Front of Planet Radio Supporters Club chat mm-hmm. where we do have a bird person in there. Um, and... Uh, he said, my bird gets moody when I get ready for work. He hates when I leave. So, you know, maybe there's some some issues there, so he has to bring the bird with him. To me, that sounds like, ooh, pain in the ass. But Wait, so I'm not a bird with person. the bird community? Are you, like, making me the bad guy? Um, I'm saying I'm not judging the bird community. I understand if they have their pet and they love them. I don't you understand know why that they can't bring the, add that up You there. know that if you saw someone with a parakeet, like, crawling around on his head, that you would absolutely try to take a picture, too. And then you'd judge It'd it. It'd be weird. Yeah, it was odd. I've just, I've never owned a bird. So I don't know what that's like. It's like I've when talked you see about someone... how I want to get like a falcon. Like that would be badass. Yeah. Like I want to be a falconer because then you know I can sick it on things. Like when you see drag. someone walking their goats down the street. Like it's just not something that you see that's every day. That's what I need. If if we didn't have Black's Pest Services helping me take care of my uh, rat mm-hmm. problem, uh, I would get a falcon. That's that's what I would get. <laughs> have that taken care of. All right. So there's some different comments that are coming in to the to the live chat too that I, I would like to bring in. Now I'm I want to get down to the bottom too of your actual stance. Since we need to hammer this out, and I really need to make a division between me and you on this so I don't get drugged down in your war with the bird community. Um, <clears throat> let's see what we've got here. So, uh, oh, Keelan says, I call bullshit. Greg was ready to pick fights over fucking free samples of cheeseburgers and shit yesterday. Okay, I'm, I don't know what he's referencing, but... Well, that you're so, like, open-minded and patient. I mean, I'm just saying people are free to do whatever they want. Uh, let's see, Mike says he's just craving attention. You should do something different, like have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do something Everybody's healthy. doing it nowadays. Do something healthy with your attention craving. Podcast it. Um, and Tony says, now, if you had a pet raven, that would rock. Yeah, ravens, though, they'll peck your eyes out. That's what I would worry about with a raven. Now, we do have some people that listen who actually work with ravens and crows, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, I feel like they would peck your eyes out. That's what I'd be worried about. Now, me as my alter ego... You know, the raven, which is a whole different topic, as my alter ego as the neighborhood vigilante. Um, that's a little bit different. You know, that, that's something different. Where what I'm is the at. raven's call again? Ah! That was not. I think you <coughs> forgot what it was supposed to be. What, the raven? It usually sounds like. Ah! Ah! Oh, God. It's like that. Yeah. I know, but just like in no way, I never thought I'd ever get a backlash from making fun of a white dude with dreadlocks at the UPS store with a bird on his head. Yeah. 
Like I just I did not I did These not. These are the controversies that. you have waded into when you live in Portland, Oregon, Sarah. I mean, this is true. Like this is, is like the big debate. It's the big yep. kerfuffle. Like right. actually, I disagree with you. The bird is bonded, and you're very. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna double down on it? Are you gonna post some more bird shaming photos? Photos and. Well, if I see one, I mean, it was just so. Yeah, I, I don't see a lot of birds. Do you, we need to bring somebody in here, <laughs> the bird, for you to get used to it, for you to understand where they're coming from? No. Would you ever own a bird? No. 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 Why not? They're loud and yeah, yeah and then you have to like change the the cage all the time. Yeah. Like, all the... I just think about them snipping my uh, fingers off. Yeah, I'm really afraid of them biting my fingers off too, or like my earlobes yeah. or something. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy in college who had a couple of I think cockatoos. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what cockatoos. Yeah, they look kind of like yeah, parrots. big gray, but they're gray. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had one, a couple of those ones, and they were mean, mean bastards. Like, because I was like, "Oh, cool bird," and I would like put my finger near near it and peck at me and try to snip my fingers off. So I did not like that. Oh, it's being asked: Was that Greg in a wig trying out a new persona? No. No, that's not going to be me. Oh, and it's also in the picture. It is being uh, noted also that the guy in the shirt is, or in the picture, is wearing the same shirt that you're wearing right now. He's not wearing the same shirt. It happens to be a blue shirt. That's all it is. It's a blue shirt. This is a different blue shirt that I am wearing right now. All right. Well, anyway, you've waded into controversy, Sarah. And I don't want you to bring down me with this. You don't so want me to pull you down into my. I don't my... want to be pulled down into this. So you're going to have to make a public statement well, that my like... co host does not have the same feelings, or I'm going to have to make one. Like, I'll have to put one out from Fun Employment Radio. It has come to our attention that Sarah X. Dillon of Fun Employment Radio has made a very controversial statement regarding birds on her Instagram page. Oh, God, there's we another We would like comment. to make it clear that Fun Employment Radio does not uh. or will not uh, <laughs> oh, it's from Jess. post like... any comments against birds. Um, yeah, so we're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, so we're, so we're taking a strong stance. The bird guy looks taller than Greg. <laughs> yeah, he might be. All right. He could have been wearing stilts. Well, there it is. You never know. So you're never going to get a bird. You hate bird people. And you're going to shame everyone. You're that's, not listening to a single word I'm saying. I don't hate bird people, and I'm not going to shame everyone. I'm okay. looking at the bird. I'm like, no, that's ri- I'm still looking at him. Like, that's still ridiculous looking. This happened at the UPS store. Yes. Uh, to, to clarify, that was a question <laughs> yes, that happened. On it was just All right. in the, in the well, UPS store. Well, let us store. know. Let us know if you are a bird person and what you um, what you think of Sarah's comments and what you think of her stance on this. Thank you, Craig. You know, let her deal with the backlash. Uh, just don't bring me into it. Well, I've it already had to I deal didn't. with your backlash this morning with my whole burrito debacle thing. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. <laughs> I, I did post on Instagram. I'll post another picture. We did a live video on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Fun Employment Radio. That would be really cool. Um but Even though Greg doesn't know how to use it. I'm learning, okay? <laughs> I don't use Instagram that often. I know I need to do better. I'm going to start posting more on my own page. Clearly, I just you know, don't like to wait in a controversy like Sarah does. So, uh, but this thing, this was weird, and I'm going to post this picture. We will post this picture. Because I want to know if anybody else thinks it's strange. And it's Sarah came into the studio today. You were, like, really caught off guard by this. I am. Sarah came into the studio today for, you know, and we do our show on Thursdays at 11 a.m. So, you know, we'll eat beforehand. And Sarah brought in this mason jar. But it's one of those mason jar glasses with, like, the handle and, like, a screw top on it. Um, so it's, it's one of those kinds of things, which is, already like, okay, all right, enough already there. But what? So, I got it at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> no, it is. It's a fine glass. It looks like a mason jar with a handle, and then it's got the... And it's plastic. It's plastic, and it's got a top on it and a hole for a straw. So... 
She brought this in. I'm like, okay, what has she got there? It's, that looks kind of like a weird drink. Is it tea or what's going on? No, it's a half-eaten burrito she has stored in the mason jar cup. And apparently this burrito is not fresh. It's fresh. I kept it in my refrigerator in the jar. How old is I, that burrito? It's from yesterday evening, like from like 5 p.m. yesterday. Okay. And it's been in my refrigerator until I put it into my bag to ride down to the studio. So... Why do you not have like saran wrap? Because I don't foil? have saran wrap. I don't keep saran wrap or foil. You just keep. How many other things do you have stored in mason jars that shouldn't be there? So it's a half-eaten burrito in a mason jar cup, which I thought was pretty effective. I mean, it's the exact size of the mason it's jar. It's so weird. I sealed looking. the hole at the top so it wouldn't like so it would stay fresh. <laughs> As Mister Jakey says in the chat, a burrito in a mason jar. Talk about that'll do, Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Like, really? It's the only thing I had to store it in. I'm like, all right, that's about burrito-shaped, and this is, I don't have anything that's else to put it in. That's about burrito-shaped. Yeah, and this is the what only thing. What do you so normally store things in? I don't. I usually eat everything. I'm not like somebody like you that only eats half of their food usually. But this is a very delicious filling burrito. What would we find in your fridge right now? Butter. Um, some tortillas. I think an apple. White wine. <laughs> I, would, I would assume there's wine in there. Um, what else is in there? Some ketchup. Uh, I just got some cream cheese. Mostly condiments. It's like the exact opposite of what I would have. And I think some hot dogs. Yeah, I have some hot dogs. Okay. That's pretty much it. Okay. So it's being – the thing is we posted this live video and a lot of people are saying that this is a genius idea from you. Like you're getting credit for this. Yeah. Disposable plastic ends up in the ocean. I'm a genius. That's true. Okay. Oh, my (sighs) – Wow, Greg, you just use your saran wrap and kill all the sea turtles. Yes, that's all I want to do is kill the sea turtles. Mm-hmm. All right. You heard it. <laughs> I'm not the bad one with the birds. Greg just wants to murder sea turtles. No, I want to ride them. So, all right, so this is your storage system. How many other things have you stored in there? Um, I don't know. I'll eat, like, soup and stuff out of them. I mean. Out of your mason jar cup, you yeah. eat soup out of them? This is Out of depressing. the plastic cup, I know. <gasps> Keelan says this is a I know. relish. I think I do have some relish, actually. All right. Well, anyway, I thought it was strange. I'll post it. We'll post it back up. Yeah, for some reason, I think like the burrito inside of something you're supposed to drink is kind of messing with your mind. Okay. I think it's just, yeah, it's weird to me. I don't like, I don't like things that in places they shouldn't be. They're not supposed to be. And a burrito shouldn't be in a mason jar. That's just, it just doesn't work for me. Like putting that in the, I don't know why. Maybe that's it. It's just my mind can't grasp. Like, ah, no. That's not where it should be. See, and I think that's what happened with that's me and the bird. I'm like, on. I'm at the UPS store. I really didn't anticipate seeing a parakeet on some dude's head yeah. while I'm sitting in here waiting, <laughs> waiting for my mail. It. All right. That could be it. Well, there we go. These are the hard-hitting issues that we have covered today. Sorry to get so political, everybody. We got very political, and we do apologize for that, and I hope nobody was too offended. But if you are, write Sarah. Or Sarah Greg. at funemploymentradio.com. You can send it directly to her, your complaints about birds. <laughs> or her stance on birds. Bird in. Don't. That uh, it has Don't make not it worked. Stick. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Dillon. I love all animals. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, have a story out of Seattle. feelings. Okay. Of course, uh, Seattle is known for the Space Needle. Have you ever been up on the Space Needle? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? The Space Needle thing they got going on in Seattle? I'm asking you a question. <laughs> have you ever been up on the Space Needle? Um, I don't know if I have. Like, See, maybe that was, was a, a good question. Yeah, you're like acting like everybody's done it. No. But it's right, yeah. I, I don't know if I have. I mean, as an adult, I know I haven't because it like costs like 25 bucks or something. I'm like, eh, I don't really 
It's like, no, let's not do that. Well, now you might have an excuse to go visit it because they just finished their $100 million renovation project that's been, um, if you've been to Seattle, you've been seeing them working on this for years. So uh, they have just finished the world's first and only revolving glass floor on the Space Needle, known as the Loop. Because the Space Needle revolves. It's a restaurant, The restaurant revolves. I, I went in there like years and years ago. And it, like, slowly revolves. But now this is the world's first and only revolving glass floor that they've made on there. And it's going to be open to the public starting this Friday. So the revolving floor will be part of a new lounge and gives visitors a chance to look down 500 feet to the ground. Like, through your feet. I don't know how I feel about that. I would not like that. Because I I do get a little bit of vertigo with heights like that. Oh, yeah. Not vertigo. I don't know. I guess... uh, It makes me nervous just talking about it. Like, I'm always just afraid I'm going to fall off. Even if it was... I would do it. What's that, the, the super tall building out. in Chicago? Is it the Flatiron? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because oh, I remember. No, that's that's in New York. Oh, that is. Yeah, whatever the, the, the huge, maybe, whatever okay. like the well, super tall places we're not doing very in well at this. Okay, in Chicago, but they have like the glass floor too that you can kind of lean out and look over. Okay, it was super terrifying. Um, um you know what? Actually, the floor I might be able to do. More than I would be able to do, yeah. like, the edge of something. Like, I don't like leaning over the edge. Would you walk along one of those cliff sides where, you know, they have, like, the glass bridge? <laughs> they can walk out? Uh, I don't know. There's, they have one at the Grand Canyon like that, where you walk out over the Grand Canyon on the glass. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They had. Been, I don't know. It makes me a little nervous. I just remember. There's also that pool in Houston. I saw this... It, Oh, yeah, I would not do that. Where there's a, yeah, it's a luxury condo All right, anyway, building. this is all stressing me out. All right, well, guests will be able to get to it by walking down a new giant spiral staircase known as the Oculus Stairs from the observation deck level. So it's going to be, like, right below the observation deck. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's going to be open this Friday, and the rotating floor will be open uh, at 8 a.m. Well, if we do a fun employment radio experience to Seattle, maybe oh, we'll God. I don't think, what if, I, I think I would, like, freak out. I think you would, too. I don't think you'd be able to do it. I don't it. think I'd be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, you saw me when we uh, rode on the tram thing that one time. Like, oh, that yeah. Was... You freaked out. I do not like yeah, that. Yeah, that was... I loved it. No, that's like a nightmare. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move away from the glass uh, right. rotating floor thing. Hard-hitting Scientists... stuff on today's Fun Employment well, Radio. this is again. a hard-hitting one. Scientists believe that they've solved the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, that was one I was obsessed with when I was a kid. Yeah, well, they say it's not UFOs or sea monsters. It's another kind of monster. Monster waves. So they think it was 100-foot waves that causes all sorts of airplanes and ships to disappear. So the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is the region in uh, the North Atlantic that is generally bounded by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Over time, a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared there under mysterious circumstances. I thought it was because of methane bubbles. You're a methane bubble. They come up and then they just create a... They just suck the ships right in. Well, according to the Bermuda Triangle Enigma, uh, scientists now believe conditions in that area are just right for massive rogue waves that can smack planes out of the sky or, uh, you know, also pull under How ships. is it going to... Even if it's a 100-foot wave, how is it going to smack a plane out of the sky? The ro- says, well, the rogue waves could reach 100 feet tall. This would be on par with the largest wave ever recorded, a 100-foot tsunami triggered by an earthquake uh, in 1958... So using an indoor simulator, scientists discovered that a model of the USS Cyclops, a ship that disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle in 1918 with 306 people aboard, could have been swamped by one of these giant waves and sunk. 
so they think that this is the things. Uh, so like, uh, so two of the Cyclops sister ships, Proteus and Nereus, were also lost under similar circumstances yeah. in the Bermuda Triangle because of these giant waves. No, I disagree. Okay, Greg. It's methane bubbles or it's UFOs. Stop saying what methane you know? bubbles. Or U-S-O's. If you had a chance to fly a plane through the Bermuda Triangle, would you take it? Yeah, I probably... I'm trying to think if I have flown... I don't know if I have flown through... I've been through there on a cruise ship. Really? Yeah. Ew. It's a big area. You know, the Bermuda Triangle is, like, huge. Mm. It's not like one little area. It's like, you have entered the Bermuda Triangle. Like it's, <laughs> don't disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, anyway, so that's what they think it is. All right. It's not. It, the mystery has been solved at the end. Okay. Out of Florida, out of Northport, Florida, a dispute over Chinese food led to the arrest of a 56-year-old Florida woman. This a young lady, her name is Michelle Sedlek, was arrested after allegedly throwing a knife at a man following an argument over her leftover Chinese food. Don't eat somebody else's leftovers. I swear, if you ate my burrito in my mason jar, I would be, I'd probably throw something at you. Yeah, no, I know. This is a delicious burrito. I'm very much looking forward to eating it. Yeah. Um, all right, so the victim said that uh, this man entered her, fo- uh, her home when, um, let's see, so she approached him about the leftovers. The victim said, oh, so she attacked him about the leftovers. So the victim said he was in the living room yelling, that he did not eat her food when officials say she went into the kitchen and allegedly grabbed a knife and threw it at his head. Whoa. But it missed. So that's good. So the victim said he believed Sedluck was trying to hit him, and if she would have hit him, she would have stabbed him in the head. So he's claiming he didn't eat him? Yeah, he's claiming that he didn't. She said that he did, and then she threw well, a knife at Somebody ate Who's head. the mystery eater then? Yeah, well, allegedly Sedluck told the victim, if I wanted to hit you, I would have. Oh, so it was a warning shot, like, yeah, don't touch I guess my leftovers. So. Yeah, don't don't eat other people's leftovers. No, I get a little I get a little testy about that too. About my leftovers, yeah. We all know about your food problems. It's not a food problem. It's just I bought the food, and if I save it, I have it planned out in my mind. I'm like, this is when I'm going to eat this. I have two pieces of pizza in the fridge. That happens. This is to my me. plan for this, you know, and I plan it out. I love them, but that happened to me the other day um, when I was working, and I set my the rest <clears> of my <throat> breakfast. I had bought some breakfast and I had like some hash browns and like part of a, a breakfast quesadilla and I look at my coworker Clausen he's like coming out he's like hey I ate your hash browns hope that's okay I'm like no no it is not okay yeah I was like Clausen those are I'm just like just don't eat my quesadilla and he's like uh I'm like what did you do and he took a giant bite out of it I'm like it was not free food that was my <laughs> breakfast <laughs> he's just like hey sorry ate your, your hash browns Oh man, I'd be pissed. You would have been so like I didn't I'd be care. furious, but I would try to mask it under just being cool about it. But I would be so mad. No, because I didn't notice I would that be he, so had, mad. he had taken a bite out of my quesadilla until I'm like, all right, well at least as long as you didn't eat my quesadilla, that's fine. And he just kind of looked at me and he's like, uh huh, and then just left. And then like ten minutes later, he's like, I took a bite of your quesadilla. I took a bite of your quesadilla <laughs> too. God damn I'm it! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was surprised. I'm like, I'd be so mad. You did what? You ate all my food. Oh, community property. <laughs> but he's likable. He's so I'm like, oh whatever. yes, I know. yes. No, it's not that. No, I but you would have gotten your crazy so eyes. Yeah. you would have had. I would have gotten crazy, crazy eyes. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, if it were him in particular, like he's such a nice guy, I would have tried to like, okay, and I would have tried to mask it, mask the crazy. 
Um, but I probably wouldn't be able to. You would only be able to like finally forgive it if like, a, he like bought you replacement food. Yeah, but then I yeah, and then I'd feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a roommate once who had a problem with that, where it became a real issue. Oh, that's awkward. That he would eat my leftovers. He would come home after having some drinks, and just go to the fridge and like whatever's there. Oh, Chinese food. Okay. Oh, burrito. I'll eat that. And he would just take all my He's food. Like, look at all this magical. And I come food down in the morning, like to go to work and see like wrappers. I'm like. Well, fuck, that was my food. So we had to have a whole long talk about that stuff. It was hashtag lame confessions. All right. Oh, yeah. If you got to take somebody's food, you got to just sneak a little bit. You have to, oh, oh, yeah. You just sneak a little bit so they can't tell the difference. Like one slice of pizza out of. Or like if you're going to eat someone's ice cream, make sure you like level it out to the same level. How often are you going to people's houses and stealing their ice cream? Whose ice cream are you stealing? People's. Do you do this everywhere you go? Not everywhere I go. What, do you just wait for people to leave the room? Like, ooh, they're not looking. Like, or if you're, like, borrowing, like, if you're somewhere, like, you you need, like, a little bit of butter, but you, like, don't have any, so you always make sure that you, like, level it out to whatever the level, what it looked like before. Did you just indicate you use your finger to level out the butter? No, no, I'm, I'm using a knife. But I, like, level things out so they look exactly the same, but it's just less of it. What else do you steal, Sarah? Cheese. You steal cheese from people. Mm-hmm. So basically you're saying whoever has you over to their house, you're going to steal something out of their fridge. No. <laughs> what else have you stolen? That's, I don't steal anything. I borrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're borrow- you're to put the put the butter back. <laughs> wow. I ask first. No, you don't. Sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's, let's not try to... <laughs> I Stop food shaming me because first, you feel you weird about things. Stop food shaming me. I'm not food shaming you. Huh. All right. Keelan, I'm not doing anything. Keelan just wrote, I got to keep you two the fuck out of my kitchen. I'm not stealing any food. Yeah, I would never get caught if I did anyway. Yeah. I'm too smart for that. And I don't actually steal anybody's food. Anyway, I have a final story. Oh, yeah. Do you steal my toilet paper when you come over to my house? No. Have you been stealing? <laughs> Do you steal toilet paper from my house? I borrowed it from, like, other places before, but not from your house. <laughs> Why are you just- oh, my God. You're like a secret klepto. What else do you take? I don't take anything. Anyway. Let me, let me get back to my stories. All right, have one final story uh, about a company called Drink Company. So I've talked about this th- them before. So they are a company that create pop-up bars, um, and they give them, like, different themes. So they've had ones that are uh, devoted to, like, Christmas, Game of Thrones. They've had a royal wedding bar. But now they're doing a pop-up bar that is Rick and Morty-themed. Oh. You're a fan of them, right? I am a fan of Rick and Morty. All right. So it's called, let's see, it's called the Wubba Lubba Dub Pub. Yeah. Does that, that make sense? Something? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be open from August 9th through October 6th. Uh, if you're not familiar with the, um, with the animated series, what you need to know is that it chronicles the wacky adventures of an alcoholic mad scientist Rick and his 14-year-old grandson Morty as they travel through time and alternate dimensions. I will say this. I was a late... Watcher of Rick and Morty, like just recently, like I don't know, early, begin, earlier this year, 
Um, Mike, I'm just going to address exactly that here in a second. Um, and I, it is, it's genius. It's a really, really good show. It's really funny. Um, but some Rick and Morty fans are the worst. Oh, yeah. Good God, there's some douche... You know how douchebags ruin everything? Mm-hmm. And there's some douchebag Rick and Morty fans that tried, that have ruined a lot of stuff. So I don't know if I would want to go to that, only because it would attract those douchebags. So you wouldn't go just because of the other people? Uh, maybe, yeah. All right. Well, let's find out more about this. Maybe. So Drink Company CEO Angie Featherston says um, that she and others from the Drink Company came up with the idea for the pop-up while dressed as the Council of Ricks last Halloween. Uh, if you don't know what that is, which yeah. I don't. It's a version of every character so, yeah. exists in every dimension, and a governing group of Ricks oversees all the Ricks. Yeah, so they, it's like multiple, like he travels through space and time and multiple dimensions and all that stuff. And so he exists in all the different dimensions? Yeah, and there's, and there's all the Ricks from all the different dimensions all live in this Rick city. And so there's different kinds of Rick. Ricks. Okay. It's... Yeah. Um, so the Wubba Lubba Dub Pub uh, has two entrances. So there's going to be one for people dressed as Ricks and the one for everybody else. So, um, so they say, I guess drink companies' pop-ups have infamously long lines, so come in a costume if you want to lessen the weight. So they've decorated every room in the space, which, which spans three bars, like a different dimension or world from the show. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Some of it remains in 2D, uh, 2D while other components have been brought to life in 3D. Costumed Ricks will enter the family's garage-turned-lab outfitted with an old washer and dryer, plus shelves of scientific equipment. On the ceiling, you'll find real fake doors and... Plumbus advertised on interdimensional cable. Yeah. A uh, seven-foot-tall mm. Mr. Me- this is like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I could be reading like- I, It all makes sense. All right. Yeah. A seven-foot-tall Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah. Stands behind the bar. Um, let's see. An interdimensional portal made of sand, mirrors yeah. and lights leads to another bar. And the front cutouts of the team's favorite characters, painted by graffiti artist Andrew Funk, post along the wall. I mean, that sounds podium. really cool. Yeah. And the back of the bar is the side. Cygnus 5 expanse with a giant animatronic cromulin repeating phrases like show me what you got disqualified and not cool you (laughs) You can pose on a stage in front of the animatronic cromulin but sadly there's no karaoke okay I mean, I'm not a complete expert okay. on Rick and Morty. I've, I've, I think I've seen all the episodes. Yep. Um, it's right. being noted here, too. Uh, John just said uh, the douchebag fans are mostly basement trolls, so they probably wouldn't be out at a bar. That's a good point. Then Mike points out this is becoming more and more the case with Star Wars fans, too. Yeah, dudes, why is it douchebags ruin everything for everyone? Like, there's a certain asshole quotient. That's no like what they're what, put on this planet for. That's like, why. No matter what group you're in, what you're a fan of, how you identify, what you're into, there is always a douchebag quotient that ruins shit for everybody else. Like, it's just, no, it's true. Like, everything. Douchebags? God, I hate douchebags. (laughs) That's one to grow on. Oh, maybe I'd just get used to that. Never mind. All right. (laughs) Anyway, so I, that I, up, I've been on Facebook too much. I think is what yeah. My everyone is. needs to take a. I need a break from Facebook. Let's some all people take I read, a I'm break. Like, Seriously, this is what you're ripping into someone else for? Like, God, douchebags. Let's all take a break. All right, all right. Um, so yeah, so if you are around the Washington D.C. area, that's where that pop up is going to be happening. There you have it. It's the world of crazy. Crazy. Cordy's asking, is that an F.E.R. stand? Yep, I'm mm. 100% anti-douchebag. See, I'm not anti-bird people, I was just anti-that guy, bird guy. He was like the douchebag Way to backtrack. Backpedaling. Issuing apologies. I can't wait to eat my burrito. 
I'm so very hungry, burrito. You are always hungry. I know. Do you have something else? No, that was it. I just want to make that statement. All right. All right. Well, I do want to say something, and it's this. Thank you to Next Adventure, our fine sponsor, Next Adventure. I just wanted to bring that up. Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. This is their worldwide location, or or uh, here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. Yes, right down I love right that store so much. I go in there and I just spend, I buy everything. Well, but because I'm you serious. can buy so much stuff because Dude, it's super affordable. I'm like, I'm not joking. Their sales are so damn good. That dry bag, I'm, I'm envious of that dry bag. I that got thing is two dry bags uh, for like $12 total. I mean, they're, and they're awesome dry bags that I'll have for a long, long time. Yeah, it's it's really really cool. So next adventure, nextadventure.net, find sponsor Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate their support. Also, want to issue a save the date. I didn't think about this, but we should. Oh yeah. So we won't tell you exactly what's going on because um, we are we're working out the details on all that. But save the date of Sunday, August twenty sixth. Sunday, August twenty sixth. Save that date. Save it. Save it. You might want to come hang out you with might, us. You might be. Yeah, we might want you to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. If you're in Portland, August 26th, Sunday, save that day. How you doing over there? How's your impending mental (laughs) breakdown? (laughs) It was good. Good. Yeah. I'm going down to digital trends after this. I'm going to do some trends with benefits. Oh, I did race um, indie race car drivers in Mario Kart yesterday. Oh, so not actually in a car. Not actually in a car. Yeah, that would have been cool. How did you do? Did you win? Didn't you say you were going to dominate? I did say I was going to dominate. And then they had me play the... Nintendo Switch version, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Oh, yeah. I had no clue. And I finished dead last. So that was sweet. That seems about right. That was awesome. And yeah. that's on video. So apparently that video is going to be posted, too. Perfect. Of me talking shit and then completely failing. I so love I'm it. sure people will want to see that. That'll, that'll be up. Uh, yeah. And, and shockingly, oh, but the uh, Indy race car driver didn't end up winning the entire thing. He got second. No. Yeah. They were very nice. Good. I've never met an Indy race car driver before. Me neither, actually. Uh, very small. This guy was, he was real small. Oh, so they're like jockeys? Uh, this guy was. Hmm. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was tiny. Real nice guy. Like Zach. So you were amongst your Zach people. Something. Um, yeah. Well, three little guys yeah. just playing their little video games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, they were, they were really nice. Anyway, that's my story on that. Did you want to do any and ball that's talk? that's when or? to grow one. Um, you know what? There's not a lot going on in okay. the world of ball talk. I, I can give a couple of updates, but it's mostly uh, Urban Meyer apparently sucks. Um, Urban Meyer's coach of Ohio State. Gotcha. He sucks. Uh, let's see. Carmelo Anthony is going to sign with Houston. All right. Yep. There we go. Not a lot. Okay. Well, we do have a birthday before we go. We have a birthday. And we do. Um, I, I He didn't send it in, but I know uh, we get emails from him from time to time, and he had an amazing outfit at the beard the beard and mustache competition. Yes, remember the, the little City beard and mustache competition? Yes. We... Um, remember our pal with the cats all over his... Yes. Yes, that outfit. And oh. that is Chris. Uh, Mr. Chris, we want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy birthday, Chris. Uh, Courtney's saying we don't need to get into the Urban Meyer stuff. It'll just make you mad. I haven't even read everything about it. I just assume it's going to make me mad. So, And I don't like him anyway. So, well, All right, so I'm not even going to get into it. it. Um, all right. Tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio, 
We're going to be joined by three guests at once. Three guests, one time. Super early in the morning. Well, not it's super not that early. early in the morning. I know. It's super early for Sarah means any time before 10 a.m. That is not true. It's at 9.30 that, <laughs> that it's happening. Well, there's... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, 9.30 a.m., we're going to be joined by uh, three of the members of The Whitest Kids You Know. Which we've never had them on before. We have never had them on before. And they're at Helium Comedy Club. And uh, they're at Helium this weekend, so they're going to be joining us, the whitest kids you know. Yeah, so let us know if you have any questions for them. I know yeah. that uh, I have friends who totally mm-hmm. love them, so yep. if there's anything you want to know, shoot us an email. Yep. Let us know. Yep. So they will be joining us tomorrow morning, live, 9.30 a.m., for the... Uh, for Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club members, and then, of course, the podcast will go up oh, later Oh, people on are that. excited. Yeah. Ooh, well, if cool. you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter. Write us on Twitter at Fun Employment Radio, or, you know, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Look on Instagram, because we'll post the picture of Sarah's burrito jar. Well, you better post it quick, because I'm eating this in, All like, right, I'll two minutes. I'll take the picture of yeah. burrito jar. And, uh, and, yeah, they'll be joining us. So, yeah, cool. it's very exciting. Exciting stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And you can watch me live at 2.30 p.m. Pacific today on... Digital trends, different media outlets. Awesome. Because I will be out there. Well, best of luck today. Talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Talking stuff, doing stuff. Yep. Bop, 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 bop. All right. You... I need more Get coffee. together. Yeah, I think that's not what you need. All right. I think that's it for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh my gosh, radio.com. Thank you, everybody. We love you. When you're living in the minute, and a minute is all you got. Mr. Janky, yes.